Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here. The last day of February in the year 2023. I do hope all things are well with you. <clears throat> I did remember my allergy pill before I did this, so... Uh, hopefully I won't have to cough and snort too much, but... I'll tell you, you know... Uh, getting old is tough. I, I'm not joking. It, uh, I'll be 58 in November, so I'm not in a hurry to get there. But, you know, I'm, I am a substitute teaching in elementary and middle school. And, man, I'll tell you, yeah, it, is, it is an absolutely exhausting <laughs> thing. Very rewarding. And the kids are great. Don't get me wrong. I get lots of hugs and... And, uh, you know, some call me Mr. Skip. It's, it's, it's a good thing, but, you know, all good things are difficult. That's for sure. Uh, I want to talk today to you for the next, however, 10 to 15. I try not to go over 15, although it's happened. Uh, and, and if you ever wonder why I try to keep them so brief, it's because I learned that um, in my preaching years, that if you can't say it in 15, don't say it. Just that simple. That, I mean, that's, that's enough. You can, you can put enough information. If you think about what you're saying uh, in 15 minutes where you can convey the truth as you see it. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about a pretty obvious truth. And regardless of how much of what I say you agree with, I, I think that what I'm going to what I'm going to talk about today is probably understand uh, something everyone can understand. Um, so I want to sort of go back to my Christian roots. You know, I, I don't believe in institutional religion anymore. That's my personal opinion. If you get something from it, that's fine. I'm not here to prove or disprove anything. <coughs> Um, but I studied Christian theology even at a graduate level for a while. And I think one of the most profound statements in, in that writing that the Christian church follows, that, that, biblically, that biblical canon called the New Testament, uh, I think probably the, one of the most profound sentences is when Jesus utters from the cross, uh, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. And, you know, that, that is said in, in a, a truly humble moment in the life of, of Jesus. He has no compulsion to say it other than he is living from his own authenticity, from the authenticity that we can all achieve. And he's telling the truth. And so, <laughs> I, I think that stays with me more than I, than I realize because that's how I cope with the lack of awareness in the world. I get up at 5 a.m. every day and I turn on the news. I don't know if that's a very smart idea, but it's just a habit. Do a little caffeine, wait for it to kick in. And, you know, today is all about uh, mostly on the news they were talking about the war in Ukraine 
with Russia. <clears throat> and you can't help but think about all the wars that preceded this war, right? Uh, and yet, here we are. And if the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results, then war is one of those insane things. <clears throat> so is poverty. So is racism. And we keep perpetuating these notions that somehow this is a legitimate pursuit. When in fact, it's, it's just ignorant. It's just... It doesn't better anything. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't alleviate anything. It, you know, war, poverty, classism, racism, sexism, ageism, you name it. All of these things boil down to people needing to control a, a narrative that they live in. And we all live in a narrative, my friends. Uh, we can't help it. We've been taught that. We've been taught to be this or that or the other, us or them or the other. Uh, and that way, the false reality that we have been given and that our ancestors were given and that their ancestors were given can perpetuate itself. So... There really is this sense when I look at reality that we really, and I include myself in this too, please hear me, we really don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we, we have not learned how to do this very brief walk through this life that we all have. We simply don't know how to do it. <laughs> we have not been taught. We have not been taught um, to care for the neighbor, to show compassion, to <clears throat> um, give empathy. Even those teachings that Jesus himself gave or the teachings that you can find it in Buddhism, you can find it in any truly spiritual uh, speak, any spiritual writing, any spiritual speech, you know, that idea of, of forgiving one's enemies or even carrying their load, as Jesus will say, you know, carry it an extra mile. That is so foreign to people. I, that seems naive, it seems silly, it seems ridiculous, as it did when Jesus and Buddha and Lao Tzu and Mother Teresa and, you know, <laughs> Dorothy Day, when these people lived it. So... The sad, it's not even an irony, it's a tragedy, is this. That, that level of forgiveness, that level of acceptance, that level of uh, allowing people to be who they are, that, that level of being free from what we've been taught is, is, is rare. That most of the world functions... Uh, as automatons, you know, as, and I don't mean to say that as an insult. We are all sort of zombified, if you will, uh, by the reality we live in. 
to, to continue to function, to continue to produce, to, you know, continue to perpetuate uh, economic systems, political systems, religious systems. And it, it really is a tragedy that we don't get to, uh, as a society, as a species, practice that authenticity. You know, it, it, it is the tragic irony that we're told that the way to freedom is within us, the way to freedom is to love our enemy, and yet we absolutely believe that that stuff is silly. Uh, we believe that that there's no um, way that that could be true. Let me tell you a brief story. I was serving a, a, a church, a little church, at one point in my career. And uh, I happened to walk in the sanctuary of this church. It was a dingy, dark little place, too. I mean, it just had a bad mojo. And I caught the last few seconds of a conversation about me. And the criticism was I didn't realize that there was like the religious side of church and the business side of church. Now I didn't, you know, I knew I knew they were talking about me. When you're a, when you're a clergy person, uh, you become the cudgel <laughs> to destroy things. You become the you become the place where people blame uh, f for their own existential angst. And, you know, I, I knew that. But that idea that somehow there's spirituality, which is fine, and sort of lofty thoughts, and then there's the reality, which is, you know, get ours, save, you know, save our people, do our thing, us and them. Uh, <clears throat> that's the false reality that we've created, my friends. And so when I go through my day, and this is a sad thing, and I, I lament this feeling, uh, I see an entire reality of people programmed to perpetuate that reality rather than discover their own authenticity. So for today, I hope that you take the time to discover your own authenticity, to realize that the world we live in yeah, we have to hold people accountable for doing wrong stuff. But <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. At, en masse, we don't know what, what, what we're doing. Thank you, my friends, for your time. Um, there's hope. There's hope. Uh, because you're listening to this. You're probably listening and reading other things. Maybe you're doing meditation. Maybe you're doing service. Whatever it takes, find your true self and share it in this world because it needs it. It needs it. Okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye, guys.